in this little place. But you have given us one thing. What was that? Jehovah put his name in the temple. So when we have a need, and when our country is in bad shape, we can pray to Jerusalem, to the temple where the name is, and God will hear and be merciful. Now today the house is the church of God. And He has also given us His name. Now, just like some people, they love the church buildings. But we know that's not right. But we need to see the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. Because there is the beauty of the house. But the house is only beautiful. Uh, if the Lord Jesus is here. If he's not here, it's just ugly stones. Now we've been talking, uh, I shared on the Feast of Tabernacles as a type of fellowship. And then my brother Christian added a message the following week about the Feast of Tabernacles. And so this is what I want to share this morning by using the overheads. But now I know we have a problem. Not everybody here has been on a Christian Chen tour of Israel. Now those of you who have been on the tour, you can go to sleep. But for the rest of you, I just have some pictures so you get some idea of this temple and the feasts. Now, now when we go to Jerusalem today, of course we go to this which is called the Wailing Wall. Every year, thousands of Jews go to this place and pray. This particular piece of wall is 187 feet long, 62 feet high, above ground. Now it's called the Wailing Wall because the Jews go there and they pray and they cry. And so we ask this question, what is this Wailing Wall? It's also called the Western Wall. But what is it really? Well, we see that it's really part of something much, much bigger. Now, this little mark here, the red spot, is, the, is this wailing wall. You can see modern day, uh, here in the modern day, this little uh, lintel right here 
is the door right here of this one gate, the Barclay Gate. So but now just look at this Temple Mount. It's huge. They went there and took a, 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 a mountain and leveled the whole thing and then placed stones down on this whole area right here and made it flat. Now up on the north side, as you can see, the mountain was higher, so this wall is not as high. Down here on the south end, the wall is very high. So we see that the western wall is not part of the wall of the temple, it's part of the Temple Mount. This is a picture uh, of Jerusalem in Jesus' day. Down here in 41, this was the original city of Zion, David's city. This is what's being excavated today and they're discovering many amazing things from the Old Testament days. This is the Temple Mount. And you go into the Temple this way like this. If you go straight out here, you go to the Mount of Olives. We just notice a couple of spots over here is the pool of Siloam. This is the house that Caiaphas lived in, the palace where Jesus was taken and tried. This was called the upper city, this is the lower city. And just a little section right here, that is this western wall. They have a model in Jerusalem. When you visit, you can go to, and they have a model of the whole city. You walk around, you see. Here again, we see the temple. We see houses and things around the city. You see, from, from the eastern side of the city here, uh, there's a big uh, uh, gorge, you know, goes down into the valley of Kinjum. So when you're walking in Jerusalem, you're either walking uphill or downhill. There's always uphill, there's not much flat, except on the Temple Mount. And this is an aerial view of modern day Jerusalem. And you see this right here. This was the old Temple Mount that we talk about. The red here is the indication of where the uh, Temple was. And uh, this green arrow points right here. If you can look underneath, you see a chrome uh, dome. 
This is the Muslim mosque called Dome of the Rock. 那现在这里绿色箭头所指有一个回教的一个敬拜的一个清真寺。Now this, this is where the Holy of Holies was in the Old Temple. 那么原来圣殿那个至圣所所在的地方在那里。How did it become the place for the Holy of Holies? How did David know that that's where it should be? 大卫怎么知道那个至圣所就应该在盖在那里呢? Do you know? When David gave the census and he was uh, and they and so God put a plague on the land. When David gave a census, sinned by taking census, God put a plague on the land. Uh, it was at that very spot he saw the angel stop the plague over the threshing floor of Ornan and said, that is the place for the Holy of Holies. Now, of course, the Muslims have made this Dome of the Rock, I think, the second most holy place. And why is that rock holy to them? If you go in the mosque, you see the rock sticking out of the ground. You know? Who knows why it's holy? Ah, well, the main reason is Muhammad rose up to heaven from that spot on his horse. So if the Jews say, no, no, this is our holy spot, and they tear down the mosque, a holy war starts. This is another picture of Solomon's temple. This is the temple that was built so beautiful and also Solomon's palace so beautiful that the Queen of Sheba said, Oh, it's more than I ever could imagine. No doubt about it. When Solomon built his temple, it was one of the wonders of the world. But first we just take a brief, very brief look at history. Up on the mount, Moses received the pattern for the tabernacle. This tent is the holy place. And going in here, there's the furniture, and then here's the holy of holies. And this is not smoke coming out of a chimney. This is the the cloud of God hovering over the tabernacle. Now when the temple was built by Solomon, it was actually based on revelation that David received in preparation for it. And it had the same 
basic furniture as the tabernacle, only bigger. 所以这个圣殿所里头所造的呢，根据大体上是根据会幕一样，只不过这是更大一点。So in the tabernacle they had the laver to wash the priest's hands. Maybe it was as big as this table like this. 所以在呃会会幕的时候，那有一个洗濯盆，供祭司洗手，大概就是像这这么大。But they made it bigger over here, this huge laver, even with bowls underneath holding it up. 所以在圣殿的时候，你看他把洗桌盆子这么大，下甚至下头有那个牛在那边扛着。So this was Solomon's temple.所以这是所罗门的圣殿。But you know when the children of Israel went into captivity, the temple was destroyed.所以当呃以色列民被掳走的时候，这个圣殿就被拆毁了，烧毁了。When Zerubbabel and the remnant returned, they built a second temple much simpler than Solomon. 当所罗门与余下的百姓归回的时候，他们又造了第二个圣殿，但是就很小，比较简单一点。Now when King Herod became the king, he 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 built the temple, made it much much bigger. 当希律王后来重新盖圣殿的时候，他把这个圣殿盖的比原来的更大。You see this right here, this court that says 500 cubits square. 看到那个四四周形，那个外院它是五百轴，呃，五百乘五百的那个平方的五百轴。This was the size of Solomon's Temple Mount, but now Herod added all of this. 那个刚刚那个中间那部分是原来所罗门的圣殿，但是希律王他就往外延伸。Here's the temple area itself. 那个是圣殿的本身。And then everything around here are are the outer courts of the temple. 所以往外的部分就是外院。and here is the eastern gate as you approach the temple from the east. Now Herod made it much bigger. And uh, more beautiful. He covered it with the gold. He made greater uh, adornments. Uh, he adorned even the uh, gates. But it was outwardly beautiful and bigger. But what was wrong? Herod's temple had no ark. At the very center of the temple, there's no name. There's no presence of God. But we learned this lesson. When the presence of God goes, religious people replace it with beautiful things. You see, if the presence isn't there, we want to make things more beautiful outwardly, but the inner life has been lost. 但是若是神的荣耀离开了，那么人们就用里头那些美丽、外表的美丽来取代，但是呢，却没有意义。Now just taking a a little tour here, you can see from the from the south side this tremendous temple mountain area. 所以我们该看到从那个南边来看，这个圣殿山的是很大的。This wall here is 912 feet long. 这个城，它这个墙有912尺的长。This is a uh, many football fields in length。那是可以说是有许许多有很多很多可以说足球场这么很大的足球场了，好几个足球场那么大。And this right here is the pinnacle of the temple where Satan tempted Jesus to jump off。所以在那里就是那个撒旦试探主耶稣的地方。It is 240 feet down to the ground。所以有240尺高。
Thank God Jesus didn't do this temptation. At the bottom of the wall, you see, even with everything you come to Jerusalem the temple, you have to go up steps, 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 steps. So underneath the steps, they make this marketplace where you can buy uh, clothes and foods and things. So people went to the Temple Mount to do business. Uh, so in order to go into the temple, you have to go up steps and then more steps. And each level of the temple, you go up 15 more steps and 15 more steps till you get up to the uh, Holy Temple itself. In this model, we just see two, two gates you go into the temple. Now, when they came up, they came up going up the stairs, boom, 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 and they come up these things. See this right here? They come up into the Temple Mount area. And, uh, well, yeah, let's, let's take another view here. Inside these columns right here, just a note in passing, is where the Sanhedrin meant, met. See, there they are meeting. And they were covered over. And uh, so they, that, that's where they would hold their usual meeting. Now back to this area here. This right here is the court of the Gentiles. Uh, right here is where Jesus overthrew the money changers. The Gentiles were not allowed to go past this gate. And in Jerusalem, they found a stone on the gate that says, uh, if a Gentile goes through here, he dies. So the first part of the Temple Mount, uh, Gentiles, anybody could go. But here now we look at the temple uh, grounds itself. Now here is where a man came for many, many years, but he could never go in. He was a man who was born lame. And his relatives would bring him every day to the Gate Beautiful where he begged for alms. But because he was lame, he was not allowed to go into the temple itself. But you remember what happened. Peter said, I have nothing, no silver gold, but I have the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up. And the man stood up. Now there's 14 stairs leading up to this gate beautiful and he started running up and down the stairs and praising God and worshiping and walking and praising all and guess what? 
he went into the temple for the first time in his life. 对，就看到这个瘸腿的人，他好了起来，就这有十四个阶梯，他就上了下了，在这欢喜快乐赞美神，他就进去了那个圣殿里头，这是他生平第一次，他就进去了。Now when people went into the temple itself to worship, and especially at Feast of Tabernacles, they went into this court here called the Court of the Women. 所以当那个以色列的他们祝棚节来到这里，他们进去的时候，他们就到一个地方，在这里就是一个女院。Now that doesn't mean women only. That means that men, women, children could all go in there, but women could not go any further through the next gate. Though it's hard to see right here, this is also a couple of football fields in length. It's big. Many people went there. And there was the gate, the Canor Gate, by which you went into the the, uh, the where the men and the priests would minister and function. And then behind that you'll see this is the door into the holy place itself. This is looking down, this is the court of the women. You go through the gate here and you come into the area where they have the brazen altar and the uh, laver. Again we see this down here is where they kept the animals that they were going to slaughter. They were always slaughtering animals there and the place is called the shambles. So in English, when your house is messy, we say your house is a shambles. And then, of course, here, well, we'll, we'll take a look at each of these uh, uh, things. This is what became of the brazen altar. It's so big, they had a platform to come up because they would do many sacrifices on this brazen altar at one time. And then this was the laver. Now we can see that the temple, even as the temple, was built as a picture of Jesus. Because when we come into the outer court, the first thing we see is Jesus sacrificed for us on the cross. You cannot go into the temple unless first you have a sacrifice upon this altar. But then Jesus is also our labor because he washes us by his precious water of his word. And just like the priests could not enter the holy place without washing themselves in the labor, so we also must be washed. Then we see the door here into the holy place. And Herod decorated this door with golden vine called the vine of Israel. And so some people think that Jesus was right here when he said, I am the true vine. 
有的人就说主耶稣就在这里说我就是那真葡萄树。Yeah, this was a golden vine, but Jesus was the true vine. 虽然那个希律他做的是金的那个树葡萄树的，但是主耶稣却是那真的葡萄树。And they had every day a priest appointed to go into the holy place and minister. The rest of them stayed outside. 所以每一天就看那个负尽责的祭司，他们就进去。Inside the holy place. Now this is a, a, a somebody's drawing of what they think it looked like. So this drawing, 就是说，其实是人家想象中这个应该是这样的。So this is the veil that had the pictures of the cherubim. So this is a mat that has the Now you know the cherubim had four faces. So this particular person just made the face of a man, an ox, a lion. You know. 大家知道基督伯他有四个四个脸啊，像牛啊，有有有鹰等等。But it's interesting, isn't it? Back in those days. 但是很有趣的，就在那个时候。When Moses was told to put cherubim on the veil. 那个当神指示摩西说把那个基督伯要在在幔子上面要画。They knew what the cherubim looked like. 他们知道基督伯是什么样子。Now, have you ever seen cherubim? 你们看过基督伯吗 ？But back in those days, they knew what it looked like. 但是那个时候，他们知道基督伯的样子。That's why this veil picture I don't think is any good. 所以我觉得，所以可能这个也不带那个不是一个真的那个图画。But now we see the three pieces of furniture here in the holy place, and the priest is ministering there. 所以在这个圣所里头有三个器具。And all of these speak of Jesus too. Is the table of showbread? I guess you're getting hungry just seeing the bread. Ah, 这是橙色饼。Jesus said, "I am the bread come down from heaven." 主耶稣，我就是那天上的粮。And then there was the lampstand that the priest here is fixing the wick. 所以这就是啊灯金灯台。Jesus said, "I am the light." 主耶稣说，我是那我是我是光。And then there was this altar of uh, incense. 对，是香坛。When they prayed, they always prayed with this wonderful incense burning in the air. 所以当他们祷告的时候，这里就就香香气往上升。Because they knew that their prayers, the incense had to be added to it for God to hear. 所以他们知道，他们祷告的时候必须在这里烧香。And so when we pray. What is the use of our prayers? 我们的祷告有什么用处呢 ？Except that the incense of Jesus goes up to God. 只有当主耶稣的香气上升到神那里去。Now this is the place where King Uzziah went. King Uzziah. 这里就是乌西亚王，他跑到那里去。He was a very successful king in Judea. 他在他是犹大国里头，其实是一个很成功的一个王。And he decided one day to go in and offer some incense to God on this altar. 有一天他却想到说，我要去香坛这里，在这里呃烧香。But、the priest said, "No, no, don't go in there. You cannot do that." 那个祭司告诉他说，你不可以去那里了。But he went to this place, took a pan to offer incense, and his whole body turned leprosy. 所以，但是乌西亚不听，他在这里烧香，结果他就就这里长了大麻风。Only the priest could offer there. 只有祭司可以在这里烧香。And then one day a year, we know a day of atonement. 当我们知道有一天那个啊赎罪日 ，the high priest would go into the holy of holies. 这个大祭司他就要进到至圣所。Actually, this shows him in his full dress, but when he went in there, all he wore was linen. 
And here we see the high priest in the Holy of Holies. And he's in there putting blood on the ground. But you see, Holy of Holies is empty. And yet they did this. Now we want to talk about those feasts that uh, our brother Christian mentioned and I mentioned. Here is the uh, list of the feasts of the Jews. We see on the left side the feast of the early rains being the Passover, unleavened bread, and the first fruits. And Pentecost. This happened in the spring of the year, in the early rain. And as our brother Christian pointed out, this speaks of the Messiah in his first coming. And because of his death on the cross, and because our flesh has been crucified with Christ, Jesus was the first fruits to God, and the Holy Spirit was poured out at Pentecost. But we wanted to mention just these feasts of the latter rains. We will look at each one just for a moment. But these speak of the Messiah's return as the conquering king. So are we in the feast of the early rains or the feast of the latter rains right now? Well, from the day of Pentecost, Peter said, these are the last days. In the last days, the Lord says. And we are now ready for our Messiah to return. The first feast that they celebrate every year among the Jews, even today, is on the first day of the seventh month. It's called the Feast of the Trumpets, also called Rosh Hashanah. Do you know this word, Rosh Hashanah? It's Happy New Year. This is the Jewish New Year. And then, uh, so see, the first thing we should realize is this. The trumpets are sounding. This is the picture from the Feast of the Trumpets. We know the trumpet will sound. It's always a picture of the Lord coming again. And then the second feast, of course, is Day of Atonement. The high priest goes into the Holy of Holies. And this is the seventh month on the tenth day of the month. But as we talk about tabernacles, after the Day of Atonement, 
the Jews for the next four days began to go up to Jerusalem for this final feast of the tabernacles. And this feast will take place from the 15th day to the 22nd day of the seventh month. Here is a modern day tabernacle. Now they built the tabernacle to remind themselves that when they left Egypt they had to live in tents. If you go to Jerusalem during Feast of Tabernacles, you see people who build the tents just this size. They have all kinds of fun decorations. And they live there for a week. Now here uh, is a one of the Jewish men today. And they have this thing in his hands he calls the four kinds. Now when the men go to worship, they must have the four kinds in their hands. Now what are the four kinds? The four kinds are four different uh, uh, plants. There is the lemon tree uh, branch. There's a palm branch. There's a willow branch. And a myrtle branch. Myrtle. It's a myrtle tree. Okay. So they go into the temple and they do this thing. This is called the worship with the waving, you see, of the lulav, they call this. This is a palm branch. The lulav, every man. Lula, lula. It's very interesting the scripture that they say during this whole time. Psalm 118, 25, 26. Oh Lord, we beseech you, bring prosperity. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. Now, as we mentioned, this was a very happy festival. Now, probably everybody here has been to Brooklyn. Have you, have you visited Brooklyn? You know, it's just next to Queens. And there's still many Jews there, Orthodox Jews. You can tell because they wear all black. Long beard. Always wear hats. Even in the middle of the summertime. It's way, way too hot. These are very serious people. Some of them even wear the little scriptures on their head. You have seen them, huh? 
you should see them at Feast of Tabernacles. They're dancing. And they get together and the men dance, go around in a circle and they dance, you know. And they're worshiping the one who is to come, their Messiah. They're saying, Come, come, Messiah. Everything is ready. All the harvest is in. The, the wine and the olives, they're all in. And we're feasting in preparation for his coming. This was a very wonderful and is for the Jews every year a very wonderful feast. Now during the feast, of course, people just fill this area. But as we mentioned, Feast of Tabernacles has its significance in this court of the women. Now why? Because it's a fellowship feast for the Jews. The whole family is included. So they can't come to the court of the women to have their ceremonies. The day begins early in the morning. Uh, now here is the temple looking from the south view. Now this third gate right here is the water gate. Why is it called water gate? Because they have the water drawing ceremony. Always come, the priests come out of that gate. And there they are. They're out of the water gate and now they're going in procession down to the pool of Siloam. This is the beginning of each of the seven days of the feast. Now the pool of Siloam is very interesting. I haven't been to Israel since 1983. And it leads to Hezekiah's tunnel. Did you did you go through Hezekiah's tunnel? I, I did. Yeah. Eighty three, I could fit through the tunnel. <laughs> but now you know Jewish and Christian archaeologists have been digging around, especially Mount Zion and the old area of the city. And they said, wait a minute, this old pool here, this is from Byzantine days. This means somewhere in 7800 AD. This, they began to uncover archaeology. This is the, the ruins uncovered of the pool of Siloam down in the uh, old town. And one of the ex-architects designed 
what it probably it looked like when it was uh, uh, in its heyday. So in that And they see that the pool of Siloam is so big you could baptize maybe 3,000 people. Now you could only baptize four people in here. Archaeology is proving the Bible is right. Anyway, the priests went down with their golden uh, vessel and they, they drew water out of the pool. They came all the way back to the temple. And they poured the water out into this case. And at the same time they poured a drink offering of wine into another bowl. Now, as we said, this had several significance for the Jews. Number one, they were praying for rain, the latter rains that would come for the crops. But they were also praying for the waters of life. And it was at the end of this feast that Jesus made this statement. You notice how John records in the last day, the great day of the feast. is the last day of the feast of tabernacles. After they had been pouring this water, but Jesus said, If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Now this was the most celebrated feast of the year. And the children of Israel who loved the Lord had a deep yearning for these living waters. But even though they have these ceremonies and feasts, they did not have the living water. And so Jesus said, I am the living water. You remember what the Bible says right after this verse? Many Jews said, this must be the Messiah. Caused Jesus even more persecution. And then the second aspect of the uh, of the feast. They studied the word of God all day long. The drawing of the water at the beginning of the day. And during the feast, the priest would stand on the steps. Actually, this is not accurate. Because the priest would stand on one step at a time. And what did they do? They sang the songs of ascent. 
15 songs of ascents. Start out on step one, sing, sing, the, sing Psalm 120. 四个诗篇一百二十篇开始。每一首一个阶梯唱一个那个，总共要唱十五个上行诗。每一个人在那边听，因为那个那些祭司唱的非常的美丽。Then they came to light the lamps that was in the courts of the women. Now here is a here's a priest and he's climbing up one of these lamps. See this lamp here? And there's four of these lamps. And this goes up higher than the wall. So when it is lit, you can see it throughout all of Jerusalem. Because the uh, the Temple Mount was raised up and made the highest place uh, in Jerusalem. And so at night, they lit the lights. They said, Oh, that we thank you for the light of God. And Jesus said at the same time, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So you see, the things that the Jews did in their feasts were all prophetic inclination toward the Lord Jesus. And all night long they would celebrate, maybe one, two o'clock in the morning. Now the women would have to stay up here upstairs so the men could dance around down here. But this was their last and great feast. And they prayed for the Messiah to come. Now our brother mentioned one last thing as he spoke about Feast of Tabernacles during the days of uh, uh, Nehemiah. Now you know, when the children of Israel came back from captivity, they rebuilt this temple. He is not as beautiful as before. And then they saw, and then they began to read the word. The beginning of the seventh month, they began to read the word. And they saw that we should have a feast of tabernacles. So they called for the feast. And because these remnant had been through such a difficult time, as they gathered to hear the word of God, and as they began to worship, they had such an abundance of joy. So we see the scripture here. So the people went forth and brought them and made themselves booths, as tabernacles. Everyone upon the roof of his house and in their courts 
and in the courts of the house of God, and in the street of the water gate, and in the street of the gate of Ephraim, and all the congregation of them that were come again out of the captivity, made booze, sat under the booze, for since the days of Joshua, the son of Nun, unto that day had not the children of Israel done so, and there was very great gladness. So they Sidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidiotasidi
，要呀，哦呀。Why they have nine branches now? No. <laughs> Because well, I think this has to do with Hanukkah. Not so much the gold lampstand, but they, isn't there nine days to Hanukkah? They light a candle each day, right? Today the Jews, they have no altar incense, they have no brazen altar, they have no lampstand, they have no ark. And so you ask the Jews, how do you fulfill the law and sacrifice? You always get one of two answers. Either we don't need to sacrifice anymore. Or they say, Yes, we must take this mount and build the temple again and offer sacrifices because our sins are not forgiven. So there's such a thing as Jewish terrorists. And their names always Cohen or Levi. They have a secret school where they're learning how to be priests and do the sacrifices. But you must be from tribe of Levi. No good if you just wear Levi jeans. <laughs> And you must be from tribe of Kohathites of the Levites. This is why Cohen is a priest name. So you find this school, Levi and Cohen studying these things. And they hope to build the temple so they can do the sacrifices. Any other? Ah, yeah. What's going to happen to the Muslim Dome of the Rock? Well, for this, we must stay tuned to our televisions. Because if this happens, holy war begins. And if any Muslim country has a nuclear weapon, we know Israel does. We don't know what's going to happen. For sure, this would be tribulation.
I don't want to answer difficult questions. These are too difficult. This is asking about did you like the pictures? This is all I'm asking. No, I'm asking you. You don't need uh, the four uh, the four sticks to wave. We should praise our God in spirit and in truth. Okay, thank you for listening. Let's just have a prayer. Lord, we thank you that in the end you are the temple. And you are the very ark of the presence of light. We see that in the day of the New Jerusalem, you will be the fulfillment of all the desire of Israel and every seeking heart. We thank you for the feasts of the early rain. That you have saved us and you are cleansing us and filling us with your spirit. And we are looking and watching for the latter day feasts. When you return. And we want to be ready and faithful. And so when we gather, for every time we get to the privilege of gathering together, help us to rejoice in the Spirit and to declare our love for you and to declare the Lord's death until He comes. For this we praise and thank you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.